0: Let's do this. Let's do this
1: thing. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick.
0: And I'm Ian Boothby. You're here early.
1: I am here early today. You said
0: you were coming later, and you came earlier.
1: I mean, it's early anyway, because we're actually, so people know... Just so people understand. Like we don't want to hide anything. But this is fr- I do.
0: <laughs> I want to hide a lot. Okay. Do you really want to lay out I mean, I am wearing all your
1: secrets? I am wearing clothes. Okay. So I, I
0: You're lucky I am because you came over early. <laughs> so that can always be a twist to
1: root. That's why I wrote. Um Yeah, it's a holiday weekend. It's a long yes. weekend. I don't know if you knew that. Yep
0: because okay. it's, it's, it's a good to, it's good to ask me though because sometimes I don't because uh, I work every day and so yeah. I don't get holidays yeah weekends.
1: you are you're a you're a uh, whatever you are a free agent I don't know what do what, what you would we called what you, self-employed self, well no, no no, self-employed is the word
0: well, I mean if it, you're, it, it is according to know, taxes it, uh, but
1: I mean like there's people who are self-employed but they'd be more than aware that the, the, the long weekends coming up
0: okay but you know what I mean like I'm um, stupid I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm a dumb guy <laughs> who doesn't understand that's, holidays. I the, do know this holiday. Those are
1: the words that I was looking for. Though if you
0: ask me the specific name of the holiday, uh, if you asked me the color of the shirt, I'd tell you, yeah, yeah. but uh, I could not... But,
1: even, but that's even the, like Orange Shirt Day, which is what we would be celebrating mm-hmm. on, a, on this day is uh, last, last week.
0: Oh, is that right? Last weekend. Okay, then you're right. I don't know things. Please continue.
1: So it is, it is, a cel- it is uh, like Aboriginal People's Day. Mm-hmm. like or it's uh actually not that it's it's um i
0: want to say it's understanding and reconciliation it's
1: reconciliation yeah understanding and reconciliation for aboriginal people's day and it's a new holiday only in bc mm. nowhere else in canada is it being celebrated yet but it does feel odd that it's a long weekend this weekend and a long weekend next weekend
0: oh it a long weekend next because weekend? next
1: weekend is thanksgiving
0: oh i didn't know that
1: yeah so all right it's weird Okay. So we're having, we're recognizing Aboriginal People's Day today or this weekend. Yeah. The next weekend we're celebrating being unfair to Aboriginal people. Right. And then, yeah. Thanksgiving.
0: That's that's a fair point. Uh, yeah. Usually we only have one, one a month, but we do have one a month. They give us like one little break just to keep us all. Except uh, for June. Really?
1: June does not have a holiday. Yeah. So I was kind of, to be honest with you, I was, I mean, they couldn't, I mean, we, we, it is happening around Orange Shirt Day. So it, it does make sense that it is this time of year, but at the same time you're just kinda of like, ooh, couldn't it have been June? Just so we had like every because they you know, they added one to February, they added right. family day to February. Which used to be really great because for whatever pig headed reason, the the government that brought it in decided to put it on a day that was different than uh, uh every, everywhere else in Canada. Yeah. So what made that great though for me at the time was where I when I worked at the at at the medical place, medical supply place, was On the holiday, on the holiday, um, well, uh, it was a week after the normal holiday. So, so for on the, uh, the, everywhere else in Canada was closed down. So I didn't get any calls from customers outside of BC. Okay. So I'd have a very quiet day and then I wouldn't be there the next weekend Mm. or the next week. So I would have this nice, quiet Monday and then I'd have a day off the next. So it's like, kind of like almost two days off out of that. Oh, cool. So that was pretty nice. But yeah, it's kind of weird that now that October, I mean, it's only, like I say, it's only here. And who knows what'll happen? Maybe the next government will be like, eh, ixnay on that. But it's hard to take it away once you bring it in. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But um, it does feel odd, like to get too too long. I'm not complaining, but it just feel feels yeah, weird.
0: Sounds like Johnny want to work.
1: And even today, That's what you're saying. Well, it's yeah. kind of true though, because at work today, I, I had stuff to do, yeah. and I was like, and then I was kind of, I, and it hadn't occurred to me because you know I was, really, you know, you're just you're not quite in the swing of this whole new thing. I I forget that. If we can, we'll like get, we'll get out of there early. Like we'll try and leave an hour earlier. Uh, you know, as long as all the customers that have, that have, you know, said they're coming, come, then we can yeah. just take off. Screw the guys here to showing up on a uh, you know on, yeah, on a whim. Them, screw them. Screw those guys. No. So they
0: can rot in hell. <laughs> that's that's what it says on our motto. Yeah. you hey, show up late. That's right. Rot in hell. <laughs> Which is why you showed up early today. Good that, for you. That's customer service. <laughs> in, yeah. in a
1: nutshell. And um,
0: the, the customer is always damn. <laughs> the
1: customer is always fuck off. Uh, so then, um, so but I was I was doing something and I was like, oh man, I wish wish we weren't leaving early because I gotta get this finished. But ah, screw it. I'll be back on Tuesday. You sure will. Although at the end, when we were leaving, someone showed up because he had not got everything he was supposed to get when he picked stuff up in the morning. Mm. So I had to run outside and grab some stuff for him. That's not his fault. That's it's sort of his fault, but it I don't want like to it's like his fault. He should be checking what he's what he's getting. That
0: guy can rot in hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I customer service.
0: Yeah,
1: customer can go and fuck himself. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: No, I had to. Uh, I had to. Speak with my job. Uh, I'm I'm doing a series of meetings. And almost every meeting is. Uh, we don't have information to give you yet, but I still get to get up early and go to the meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on Zoom, so mm. you know there's that at least. But it's uh, I don't late. know what to tell you. Well, you could tell me <laughs> the morning, you know, the yeah. night before. Yeah. Uh, that you got nothing because you still knew you had nothing. That'd be a thing you could do. That'd be a thing. Uh, or even in the morning, like early, you could like send me an email and go, "Hey, go back to sleep." Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't uh, get dressed up for your uh, Zoom meeting and clean up uh, the five feet behind you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. Because now we're just making small talk. Yeah. Me and the other people from yeah. around the globe. You know, we're all, hi, yeah, well, yeah. So how's Japan? Uh-huh. Nice. Really? there's someone from time. Japan it's in the meeting? It's nighttime there. It one of the uh, people is uh, in Japan at wow. the moment. Oh,
1: at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's They just
0: uh, finished off a nice tub of ice cream apparently. <laughs> We're all drinking our our like coffee and tea in the morning trying to wake up and yeah. they got like ice cream in front of them. I'm just like I'm just nice. having dessert.
1: Yeah. Nice. I mean,
0: there's no it's reason It's Japanese ice cream, so it's uh it's made of raw fish. It's
1: no good. <laughs> it's it's not it's not kind yeah. of the same. Yeah. Shaved ice, shaved ice icy shaved fish. Um the icy
0: shaved fish, that's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of In it. In the Vancouver
1: area. It's famous. Yeah, we have it around here. There's that restaurant.
0: There's so many icy shaped fish shows.
1: <laughs> There's restaurants all over. Uh, shaped like a fish, the yeah. restaurants. They're like a fish shape, and you just, it's a drive thru.
0: Yeah, the food isn't shaped like a fish. The no, sh- no, no. The food is shaped like a bird, which the is. Sh- sh- <laughs> but the restaurant <laughs> is shaped like a fish. And it's just a drive thru. And place. what it does is confuses yeah. eagles. It's true. It confuses nearsighted eagles that are like flying above going, oh, there's a fish. And well, then they come down and they smash their head into a restaurant. Well, that's
1: why there's that new charity, which is Glasses for Eagles, which is, yeah. Well, it's not such a great name. It's <laughs> not a great name. I don't really it's just that. what it is.
0: <laughs> Eagle Eyes would be the charity name.
1: Well... I mean, they do have eagle eyes for the most part. No matter what, You're right. they have eagle eyes. I'll tell yeah. you, any eye an eagle has,
0: even if an eagle has it in its mouth and is carrying it and got it from another animal, yeah. it's still an eagle eye. I don't
1: know about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think you've gone too far with your with your categ- categorization. All now. right. Um. Well, we were talking before the before the episode started.
0: We were. I don't, not too much though.
1: No, no, that's right. We, we put a break on the, it.
0: Grist we, for the mill. We look at
1: each other like, Whoop, "Don't,
0: don't, yeah. hey." Have you ever been to one of those mills and watched them uh, grind the grist? Grind <laughs> grist? Yeah. I mean, it's like, we got the grist in. Yeah. And they're like, oh, how is it? It's shut up. Don't talk about it. I've never Just put the grist in the mill, they say. I don't
1: think I've never seen a mill milling flour, like a millstone and all the rest of it.
0: Nope, neither have I. Wait, yes. You have seen it? I have. I think they did that at um, Heritage Village. They had like a little uh, thing showing oh, really? kids how to okay. all the bread making process, and so they had like oh. a little version okay. of that. and They were grinding. Well, I was thinking
1: about that too, and maybe I've just seen it on TV though. I mean, I've seen I've seen it. I've just never seen one in person to do, do milling, but uh, but I was mentioning that um, there's a person I like to f- follow on Instagram who kind of writes about like happiness and things like that, and or li- li- living a happy life, not necessarily happiness, which is those are two different things.
0: Oh. Uh, how would you say those are different? I want to hear your story, but <laughs> to differentiate, what's the difference between happiness? Yeah, you are in a state of happiness. Yeah, and you are living a happy life. I with think a more long-term goal. Yeah, I think a, and less happy, living in the present. Yeah,
1: I think okay. happiness is a is a feeling, whereas a happy life is like a state, like a state of contentment. I think would be
0: so. On your deathbed, you go B plus, and then <laughs> B. I'm like ah, oh, good for them. B plus would be
1: pretty good life.
0: It would be you know I mean, I mean that is the drugs talking you so <laughs> gave you a lot of morphine
1: <laughs> i mean if you lived your if you lived a whole life and you got through it with a b plus that'd be pretty good okay that'd be pretty good i've given my life an a, a so far um but uh yeah so one of the things he was talking about was talking about like happiness in the workplace and he had you know a series of little kind of rules or whatever you know and or bits of advice and they were good advice. Like I was reading through them, and I was like, well, this is all good advice. Like this would be, this would be a good workplace. Like, you know, uh, there wasn't one there for like, get rid of your narcissistic boss. That would have been good advice too. But no, it was, uh, but there's things like, you know, uh, you know, give defined tasks, let workers, uh, uh, work at a have some self guidance in their work just things like that to add to your own personal satisfaction but the final one was fewer meetings which i quite liked because because mm-hmm. lisa absolutely i don't really have to do meetings like at work we don't i don't do meetings um even though i'm like so at work we have like a middle man we have sort of management but i follow fall this into like lower management i'm not even middle okay i'm like lower management so that means i don't have to go to meetings. So, when meetings are happening, I I get to look after the stuff that the actual people who go to meetings do.
0: Now, here's my question to you about that. Mm. You've got a job where you actually go to a building and you interact with people all day.
1: It's true. Okay. I won't deny it. What
0: if you had a job like, let's say, me, where (laughs) I'm in, you know, I happen to live with someone I also work with. Yeah. That's a coincidence. But let's say I didn't. It's my oldie days. And I'm like in an apartment and I'm writing for the most part uh, and say my meetings were, you know, when I had meetings, they'd be on Zoom. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, would it be a happier life for me to have less meetings, you know, uh, or is that uh, is the social aspect of a job uh, important? And so the meetings would actually be a plus.
1: Well, I don't think meetings are a social place. I think they're a performative place.
0: Ah, okay. And
1: so you often you're the audience to the person who performs at the meetings.
0: Okay, so we have yeah. Now that there we go. Maybe maybe the thing then and again being devil's advocate here. <laughs> hey, look at all these people rotting in hell. Well, <laughs> yeah, what is what's going on boy. over That's there? Interesting. Get, oh, they're sweet. customers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get right back to you. We're not going to get back to them. No, fuck them. Um, uh, it, it's the problem of the meeting. It's one person who is the boss. Presenting, then here's what we need to get done: mm-hmm. Henderson, da yeah. da da, yeah, Kowalski, yeah. da da da, Dolly Wall. We gotta do this, or or <laughs> or if it's the meeting instead is. We're all together. I'm using a cliche, touching base. Yeah, yeah. And just see like, so what's everyone think about how things are going and how we can fix things? And Mm -hmm. so everyone now feels like, oh, I've had a say and my problems that have been grinding on me. yeah, uh, I've actually gotten out in public. And so I, it's not as much a a problem shared as a problem halved. Uh, (laughs) There we go. That's uh, now I feel better after the meeting perhaps. Is the problem the type of meeting? Like to me, the pointless morning meeting. Yeah, we're like, I don't know what to tell you. I got nothing. This yeah. meeting is yeah. steaming my clams, and I like <laughs> everybody here, but there's no reason we should be doing this. Maybe if we were all going out for that delicious ice cream, I'd be fine. She fish, but I really? got no ice cream in front of me. Yeah. Um, well, they can't. You can't get to it now. All the dead eagles in front. Of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if only that charity had had a better name, yeah, would have taken off and helped out. Yeah,
0: why are you putting glasses on eagles? <laughs> well, because they're you know what happens then? All the crows beat them up, thinking they're nerds.
1: <laughs> well, crows beat him up anyway.
0: That's well, they try. Yeah, yeah. Some some of the crows beat them up, and some of the crows learned you can't win a fight with an eagle. <laughs> Maybe twenty of you can win a fight with. An I eagle. was going
1: to say that it's usually gang, it's usually gang violence, but um,
0: it's a murder, Dave. It's a
1: murder. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. So. Well that's a good that's a good point. I mean, the meetings that I have attended and I've not really been at any job where meetings were like a thing. Okay. And maybe that's also bad. That's
0: interesting. All maybe
1: right. that's also bad because I think that I you do have a point there where like at my other job which was very self-directed.
0: Right. You were a drug dealer. Is that what I'm thinking? <laughs> that's about? What I did, Am I yeah. remembering that right? You
1: are remembering it absolutely something correctly. Something to
0: pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. Pharmacy,
1: pharma, pharma. Yeah, yeah. pharma care. Uh that, that, that job, it was really, really self-directed. And if you're not a person that works well, un, like unguided, mm. then I could see that would be a problem. You know, um, if, you, if you have trouble like with taking initiative and stuff like that, or you feel like, I'm just getting nothing. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Um, that could be a problem. I could see that being an issue. And then meetings meetings would be, have some relevance. But he didn't say no meetings. He said fewer meetings.
0: Okay. I'm thinking now of my real retail jobs. Would I have been good if we had some sort of meeting once a week or what have you? I think like for some of them, yeah. not the one at the comic store, but the one at the furniture store and the one at the toy store. Yeah. Probably yes. Yeah. Because it would have been good to just like, what are we, what are we selling this week? What, What's new? Mm. What's the aspect that's different about that? What's sure. the pitch on this? Instead, it was like, come in, clean the joint, uh, get behind the counter. Yeah. I don't own shit. Yeah. I don't know nothing about the products. Really? You're not telling me anything. Mm. You ordered them. And, you know, it's like, so where's this from? Uh, France? I don't know. I'm looking like a dork. (laughs) France. Are they
1: underpants? Yeah. That's a huge export for France. Mm -hmm. They send out so many, there's none left.
0: So that's why they don't wear underpants in France? That's right. Huge export. I think there's just a town in France. (laughs) It's a different place. It's one place. Yeah, there's one town town (laughs) in France where the ladies wear no pants. Is that right? Yeah. They I just can dance, <laughs>
1: and I thought, "Oh, that is that's very explicit." Um, that's the anyway. Uh, the um.
0: Now you're just thinking of that. <laughs> I can't even get... That's all you're thinking
1: about. <laughs> yep, I'm thinking about it.
0: I'm glad we had this meeting. <laughs> have you ever had a meeting uh, where it's uh, Roger's rules of order and doing the whole thing?
1: Well, we do that because I'm on the parish council. We do okay. we do it do do it with we have to. Um, Go through the minutes of the last meeting, and then we have to vote to accept them, and then someone has to second it, yeah, and then we have to we have to uh once again we have to move to accept the the agenda for that meeting and everything everything has to be agreed upon and voted on yeah and there's some things where it even if it's a fait accompli like i don't know if I, I don't know if I mentioned last week, I did mention last week that the the piano the keyboard that we Used it, had used at church for twenty years had broken and it was making bubble noises. It was make, not just bubble noises; making random noises.
0: Okay, so you think it's possessed by the? Devil. <laughs> no. So while
1: the okay. so while we'd be singing, you know, you know, it would be some song, da, 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 and suddenly they would just start going like, hail boop, Satan, boop, boop, hail boop, Satan.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: and uh, it was very frustrating for the choir director, and and so we she wanted to get a new piano or a new keyboard thing because so it wasn't like an actual piano. It's a it's a, a like a synthesizer. That looks like a big piano, right? Looks like a grand piano. And
0: had like the- you're in an '80s church, am I right? How do you mean '80s? Like a, church? It's a 1980s church. It's got synthesizers. <laughs> you know, it's, everything's kind of stuck yeah. there. It yeah. used to be the love affair, if I'm remembering right, the church that you're at. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and. Yes. There's a fog, there's smoke machine mm-hmm. you know uh yeah. after I don't know if do you have confession I don't know what you do. You get the eucharist, right? <laughs> we get the eucharist. You get the eucharist. We do we do a, the, we do the, a the,
1: communal confession. That's, that's right. different, yeah. We and then the it.
0: fog machine comes out.
1: Yeah. So so um so we had the meeting and basically it was just like uh choir director wants a piano and then everyone's uh people have already contributed I think it costs $6,000. People have already contributed $4,400 to its okay. purchase. So we're like, well, I guess that's, you know, whatever. If we have to put $1,600 into it, that's fine. You why know?
0: is a, why is just a keyboard or a synthesizer? Why is that $6,000? Because that's it's absolutely- not just, it's
1: not, you it's not what you're thinking of. It okay. looks like a piano. Okay. Like it looks like a grand piano. You know, it has the shape and it has the part. It looks that, like a grand piano. Yeah. And it has the piece that comes up. Oh, wow. And, and it has a very, true sound of a piano oh, it does it's okay. not like a synthesizer sound it All does right. sound like an actual piano but it can also sound like an actual organ and and other other okay. things um, and it can do rumba and it doesn't it does not it doesn't have the bon tempi, percussion elements to it although it does it did have I shouldn't say that because there was a song that she would ins- the choir director would insist on playing uh, a fake drum sound in the song okay. using the using the and I guess she was just so happy she figured out how to do it that she just would always turn it on uh it's funny though because this is totally off topic but there's of, no
0: off-topic, but sort of on-topic. <laughs> like we've got a topic.
1: <laughs> so we, we have a we have a choir director, and she plays like she plays like ten months of the year. She plays piano, and then I shouldn't even say that. She probably plays like eleven months of the year. She okay. plays piano, but there's the odd service that she she can't attend or she does she takes off. They have a cabin up in the shoe swap, so she goes up there. Nice, yeah, very nice. And so um, so in those times, someone else plays. And what's really interesting. Is you're so used to singing to her rhythm of playing and the way she likes to do it that when you're doing it with someone else, then you're just like, oh, "What's going on?" Like, because one thing is, I think because she's been doing it for so so long, she's just kind of like, "Let's get it over with." So every song is just kind of like a little bit faster, just a little bit. You know, she just plays everything a little faster, and I think partly she likes that, but also she just keep it moving, and she's also like a jazz fan. Mm. she likes jazz but she doesn't like like play like hard she's a sort of like easy listening sort of jazz okay is the kind of sound she brings to her piano playing and i always joke to me it always sounds like often songs sound to me like sort of like it's an off-broadway musical Just has that kind of dun 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 that kind of sound to it and you're just kind of like ugh. but um that's what she likes so you're just you're used to it you know you can you can you can hold your breath this long, and you get a breath here, and everything's going to work. And then another lady comes and plays, and she plays very slowly in a very stately <laughs> way. And she plays to the tempo indicated on the music. And so she'll play exactly that. And so then you hit that longer note, and you're just like, how long do we hold this note for? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you're just not used to it. You're used to, you know, our regular player, she's just kind of like, let's get it over with and move on. And then uh, we have another one, guy a guy who plays, and he's a very good piano player. So good but it's kind of hard to fit into his playing. He plays almost like uh, the piano player who, who uh, plays on uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Okay. You know, that very ornate style with a lot yeah. of filigree and doodly and running up and down the keyboards. And he does that all through the song. He's just kind of like, what? what's going on? Like, what is there a <laughs> tempo to this thing? And so that's kind of tricky. And then our, our now-gone now priest, but when our priest was there as well, uh, David, he played piano as well. And he played in these big, notes so he'd play our big chords, everything would just be like boom, big gospel sounding, darn, darn he'd play really loud and he would be like, Oh, we can barely be heard above your giant chords and then you and he'd just play the song like, however, I I feel like playing it like this today. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know, it's we'll just sing where we can figure it out. We just uh, we don't know what's going on here. Cause he doesn't play like uh our choir director, she also plays like the notes for us while she's playing. So you're like, Oh, I know the notes that are going because you're playing them. Thank you. Or <laughs> he just like plays these big chords and you just have no idea what's happening. There's no like sense of where the song should start or whatever. And you're waiting for him to start singing. So you know, and he doesn't. And you're just like, oh, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's just interesting to play with different people like that. Cause, uh, like I say, you get used to, you get so used to it that you just don't even think about, you don't think about how much you re- are relying yeah. on or how much you're just, ex- you're just used to it. You just know, Oh, there's this, we hold this for four. Or or do we hold it for four? I used to. That's a different holding.
0: I used to do a lot of improv singing um, in my improv company, Uh, and we'd get a variety of uh, piano players, and so they'd just be playing kind of you know music that you could jam along to and make up stuff. Yeah, and yeah, you get used to one person. You're like ah. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is easy. And then you get someone else, you're like, <laughs> it is a bumpy road.
1: <laughs> Trying your best. Sure, because yeah, they have a different sense of meter and they like a different r- rhythm when they're playing, and, and it's just, this is tricky. And I, it's it's interesting because there's a jazz pianist named Brad Meldo. Um, He's very well-known, and he was a student of so the why part. Why I
0: know him, then? He's very well-known. <laughs> he's well-known in jazz circles. Or... Uh, all right. Oh you're, a, you're not a big jazz fan. If you fan. say so. If you look him up, you'll see he's on a lot it's of record... one of my least favorite things when people say that. This person's <laughs> famous. I don't know them. <laughs> so? <laughs> and yet you just did it. Yeah. You know every famous person in the world? <laughs> well, I they guess they're not that famous.
1: Yeah, I guess they know they're not that famous. I don't know. But, yeah, he... Um, He's what interesting because he'll do like jazz reworkings of like Radiohead songs and stuff like that. Okay. But he was a student of the, our choir uh, director, like so. It's kind of fun. He played at her wedding, mm. not at her wedding, at her, da- her not at her wedding, her uh, daughter's wedding. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's an interesting guy.
0: So so, so uh, I got to meet
1: him, I was really really pleased because I've listened to him for a long time.
0: Oh, that's oh that's neat. Yeah. So uh, with the meeting situation, did it go uh, go okay? Like uh, the, for the for the organ.
1: Oh, yeah. We, yeah. There's, like I say, it, okay. was a, it was a fait accompli. There's two things we
0: are. I'm trying to remember uh, when, when was the point in this conversation where you went, this is off topic, but <laughs> yeah. I was like trying to back yeah, yeah, into yeah. the old uh, parking space and I'm like, I That's don't remember fine. where we parked. That's fine. This we, uh, conversation. What's well, it's funny.
1: We, ha- we lost our piano and then our lawnmower broke down at church. So we had two, one thing was 5000 one was 6000 So we had these two giant things to buy. But luckily, we have an incredibly uh, generous congregation and so both of them were mostly paid for through con- contributions from oh, people nice. from viewers like you from viewers like like not me i'm a group i don't have any money to go con- and contribute but yeah they, they contributed
0: nice um i just remember with the R- rogers rules of order i hope it's not robert's rules of order is it robert or rogers
1: it's roger's rules of order oh
0: okay very good uh but I remember us having like a uh, meetings at this company I was part of. Yeah. And uh every one of the meetings was like we don't know where the money is. <laughs> like <it> was just, <laughs> that was the meeting. There's, there's a variety of people. No, there was like there was always something that was just like uh, look. You know, there'd be one there was one where like, you know, we had a deal with uh, uh the general manager taking all our money and going to Mexico cuz he enjoyed cocaine. <laughs> so off they went. Then we okay. had a series of other managers who came in and it was just ugh. like it was not. It was not in any way good. No. But like in the breaking of bad news and telling you bad things, to to then be constantly having to deal with. Well, do we have that motion? We second. The floor is yours. We've got to <laughs> do this and all this procedural bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like. Uh, Can we just fucking talk? Where's the fucking money? Yeah, What's yeah, happening? Yeah, So you're saying we're not getting paid? What's happening? Mm. Is the company going under? What's happening? Who's this person? Why are they wearing a giant hat? <laughs> Why is that? I can't see them. They're wearing a giant hat and they're presenting all this information. And they're wearing a giant hat. Why the giant hat? I can't say that because I haven't got the floor. Because I haven't got the motion. Because we... Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, now we're voting back in these people. Wait, didn't they fuck everything up? And carried. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a point where like I understand that it's there for organization. Yeah, but yeah. But there's also got to be just like, and let's just open it up to free discussion. Let's just mm. this is let's just talk like human beings. I guess, for but 15 it depends how minutes. It depends let's, how
1: big the meeting is, I guess, and yeah. how much you want you want to give up. Uh, you also
0: like have people having I mean, to wait to say something for forever, and then when they get you know the floor. Uh, to talk because they've waited forever, now they're saying more than they would have said if you just gone, Hey, what do you think? Like, oh I, I this. Okay. And, but now they got a speech. You so everyone's got to go,
1: to like Hi, big fan. Love your work. Uh you know, I've been reading it my whole life. Um anyway, I just want to ask you a question.
0: Yeah, but first of all, I've got an idea for a movie. So just <laughs> you. Uh, no, but when, when yeah, when they when they get pointed to, they know they're not going to be able to talk again for another hour or something probably. So you know they uh, they talk too much and everyone mm. like yaps too much. Yeah, and it's all put in this presentational style, mm. which you know we were kind of an artsy fartsy company. Yes. so So that gets your dander up because you're like, no, oh, you're talking like you're not talking like a person. Yeah. You're just talking like, well, I feel like you're conning me now. Because mm. this sounds like conning talk, but I understand this is meeting talk. But mm. I feel like this is how you, you know, put the pee under the shell <laughs> and like hide it. There ain't no pee.
1: Yeah. It's tricky when you, it's tricky when you're, well, that's a weird situation. I mean, I was just thinking like at our church, like we have a, an annual general meeting as well that a whole congregation should attend. Mm-hmm. Most do and then but it's presided over by our pastor he's the person who presides over the meeting and i was just thinking to myself when you're talking about uh that issue where you have a bunch of artists together mm-hmm. like what what's better like is it better to draw from your group and have someone in in a position of power or 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 direct who's directing things who has no experience in business or making business decisions or thinking term long-term goals or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they're an artist. They're a person who's are mere, you know, they merely express an interest in doing this. And now suddenly they're in control of the money, the direction, making, making economic decisions for the, for the, the, the future of this, of this organization. And would that, is that better? Or would it be better to hire someone from outside of that who, you know, is not who's business minded and isn't artistic minded but at the same time, I guess it's a it can go both ways because then you have someone in power who doesn't really doesn't know the people, doesn't understand what oh, you both do. Are,
0: both are true. I used to I used to always compare it to like you know when people said, "Well, this is a business." No, it's a family. No, it's a family business. <laughs> and like a family business, there are pluses and there are minuses. Yeah. The plus is you do have people who will go above and beyond for there's you loyalty. Family. Yeah, there's loyalty. If, yeah. And I dislike the word loyalty just because uh, in the in in this business often. The people... Like, loyalty is something you can give, but it should never be demanded. Mm -hmm. If someone says, I want people here who are loyal to me, they're going to steal from you. They're going to steal from you. Because (laughs) you shouldn't need loyalty if you're doing things right. That means we're going to look the other way when you're fucking up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's that's not what it is. But, like, a family business, you're going to give extra, but... The problem with the family business is the emotions are at a peak always, sure. and there's nothing that's just business is being done. Yeah. And uh, speaking of,
1: uh, and the other problem with the family business is it's family first,
0: right? And, and it's also very weird when you date the staff.
1: When I said the problem with the family business is, is is that it's family is because I think that is that a family business biggest fault is that it it is uh, about its family, like the fa- you know so. If you're an outsider in that situation, say you're a newcomer to something you're not going to be regarded the same as the people who have had a long time in, a long term stay at this in this group mm-hmm. or whatever you know and having worked for two different family businesses, like both businesses I've worked in were family businesses, one was smallish and one's very large and both of them had both had different problems but so one was you know it was small, and so family it was obviously everything was loaded to family, right? So you were you would never make as much, you would never be as important as right. no matter what you did, you would never be better than the family. Even if you were obviously working harder or doing better than the family. That's completely beside the point. In fact
0: point. you probably had to work harder just to be equal to the
1: yeah, yeah. family member. And so and you just have to accept that. That's yeah. the way it is, right? Working for a bigger organization, the problem is with the family structure is you can take it out from there too, because, you know, like, cause what's nice when I say loyal, I mean, like the company is loyal to its, its family, you know, like in the sense that, you know, long-term employees, it's hard for, for a true family business to get rid of those employees, even if they're, oh, even sure. if they no longer work in that new structure, you know, so like a, with the company I work for now, it's a family business. And, and the, for the last few years, it's been a, it's been a hard, change for that company because uh for one thing a lot of the old timers were retiring and so a lot of people a lot of people had a lot of control like more control than they should have had over Mm. departments and stuff like that because that was you know fred's department and we won't we'll just let fred do his thing as fred really knows what he's doing we don't want to just you know get it you know and so fred ran the department you know, and you just, and then the idea of getting, or even, or even if Fred was really bad at working, running the department, because it had grown so much, and he was so backwards in his management style or his understanding of technology or whatever, that he was really was incompetent. Mm-hmm. You still were loyal to him. You're like, well, we can't get rid of Fred.
0: Also, Fred's got a system, and no one else understands it. Well,
1: that's the other part of it for sure. Like, Fred,
0: if, uh, if you want to, if you're an empire
1: if, builder, that's a different thing. Yeah, listen, we're yeah. gonna
0: have to look at these books. Whoa, what's happening? <laughs> Fred understands the books. Yeah. Does Fred understand okay. the books? Yeah. yeah. Can Fred explain the books to someone else?
1: Yeah. No. No, we had a guy who was, he was in charge of shipping uh, at the company, and he did not answer emails. He did not read emails. So
0: Is he an older gentleman? Yes, he was, an o- go- he was an
1: older gentleman. Just couldn't be okay. bothered. You could phone him, and sure. if you phone him, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll throw that on for you. And then it would just get thrown onto a trailer going out, but there'd be no like paper trail for that. There's no email record of we talked. You said we do, you do this, and then it should happen. There's no way to go back and say, well, you know, all you can say is like, I phone you and well, I don't remember that. Well, what can I, you know, like, and then a thing I thought was, was actually really hurt us or hurt the company and other branches was that this guy would like just. Put together, every couple of months, he'd put together a trailer load of stuff for a company in, in Ontario and ship it to them. And so then he retired, he left. And then a couple of months later, this company calls and they're like, Hey, where's our trailer? And they're like, And you know, they're like, What trailer? Well, every couple of months, Fred would send us a trailer. And they'd be, that's obviously I'm just using Fred as a yeah. made up name, but Fred would send us a trailer. They're right, like, it's Bill, you're what? talking about Bill. Right? <laughs> I'm talking about Bill. Uh, okay. And they'd be like, What the. Re- They had no idea because they didn't. They wouldn't send in like a, a, like a you know, well like a yeah like a not an invoice, but you know what I mean. Because we would create the invoice as a company, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't send in an order. Like they wouldn't send. We need this. We need that. Whatever. They just relied on this guy to throw together a trailer of stuff that they regularly ordered. Mm. And but once he's gone, there's no one with that knowledge. And so what happened was, you know, everything's happily ticking along. We're making this amount of stuff. Suddenly, this company needs. What? They need a trailer load of stuff. So every other branch gets all the things they're waiting for sucked out of their orders and onto a truck for this company because we can't let them down, right? So nice. everything gets piled onto that trailer. Off it oh, goes. Wow. This is a real mess. So, you know, yeah, it's just to me, that's a real problem with companies that are family companies is that they outgrow their, they outgrow their systems. And, and then if they're unwilling to, like, put new systems in place, that can be a real problem. Right. And I remember there was a guy who came, and he was going to be like the new CEO of the company. And he came and visited our branch, and I guess he visited other branches and stuff like that. And I guess he looked around, looked at the state of the company, and he said, "No thanks." And I, we were speculating, and, I, and why he left. And I said, "I said to me, the reason he left was he looked around and he realized there's all these systems that aren't working, but no one is willing to change it, and we can't get rid of the people who are the problem in yeah. the systems." And that's just a, if
0: you can't improve there's no point in coming on there's before. no point in coming
1: on yeah exactly
0: yeah it's even on a small level um, my 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 in-laws uh, you know my sister married into a family uh, they used to run a bakery yeah ironically at Kingsgate Mall which I've done a little uh, music video with Vicky van uh, <laughs> but they had a bakery there and every every so often we'll be having like a family dinner and it'll get brought up yeah and you can just tell we're lighting the fireworks. We're lighting <laughs> the fireworks, and this is this. this, this these were hard times. Yeah. This, you know they're proud of what they did, but there's there's definitely oh, there's a reason you don't run a bakery anymore. And yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, a family business. Yeah, family yeah. business yeah. has a lot of oof to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's hard. I mean, especially hard nowadays when it's so everything's so corporatized. It's hard to be a. I was actually reading an article in the paper today. I was talking about in Prince Rupert. And I don't know why this article was in there. It's just one of those mysterious things. But anyway, it was interesting. Um I was talking to the manager of this mall in Prince Rupert, which if people don't know who are listeners, Prince Rupert is sort of a, a northwest town here in, in BC. Rainiest town in North America. Rainiest town in North America. It's, it's traditionally it was a fishing a fishing uh city. It had a lot of canneries and Fishing Town, I guess you could say, had a big fleet there, which apparently I didn't know was bought up by Jimmy Patterson, richest man in British Columbia, bought up the fishing fleet there and then mismanaged it into the ground. So there's not much left in the way of canneries or fishing fleet there anymore. They call that a fish management. (laughs) It's fish management. Not
0: a fish (laughs)
1: management.
0: And so... I don't even think that's a joke, but uh, it sounded like one. Yep. I politely
1: gave you a chuckle. Thank you. It's my job. It's my job here. And so... um, yeah, I was just saying in this article, like this, this mall manager was saying that six businesses there were going to go bankrupt that year, just because no one in town buys from like the smaller businesses anymore. Okay, and uh, they said the the corporate ones are doing fine because there's corporate money behind them, but but the smaller places just cannot get ahead in this this sort of new world economy. And that's, I was surprised, by that. I was thinking like even in Prince Rupert, that's crazy. Like everyone's you know shopping at the Amazon and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. Timu. You hear about Timu?
0: Oh, my wife does Timu all the time. We, oh. get stuff, we got stuff. I know, I know. But yeah. Do you, have,
1: you don't have the app on your phone, though, right?
0: It, it's okay. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, go ahead. Say the thing. Say okay, the you know thing. it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just thought it
1: was interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. putting malware on phones, mm, the, yeah, uh, the app.
0: Yeah, it is, I guess. <laughs> fine.
1: I mean, know? it's there's two parts about it. One is that it's an obvious attempt by a certain country to undermine the economy of other yeah. countries. And then, uh, so it's being subsidized by that country's government. Yeah. Which happened in, which happened with Japan. It's, I'm talking about China, obviously. But this happened with Japan in the 70s, where the Japanese government subsidized the sale of electronics outside of Japan to undermine other countries' electronics industries. So, you know, companies like Zenith and, and whatnot couldn't compete against these low-priced Japanese television stuff coming in. Meanwhile, in Japan, everyone was paying like exorbitant costs for televisions and stuff yeah. that were produced there uh, because there was no sub- no subsidy on them. But outside, the government was paying, which works for a while, and then your money runs out. So then it gets hard on the government. So that's why there was a big crash in the 90s in Japan because the government just basically ran out of money because they, yeah. <laughs> they couldn't afford to with, keep paying with, everyone.
0: With us, with the Timu, it's a minimized risk thing. We've minimized the risk as much as possible okay. on all the things yeah. that you do. But there's things that are on there that... Uh, or what we get, and it was like, it's, <laughs> "Do you want to get this?" Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, all right. So we'll attach it to this account. That if things go south, you know, we'll just like burn it. It'll be <laughs> fine. And here we go. We'll only do it here. We'll only do there. Yeah, yeah. And so far, so not uh, bad.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because uh, the article, the thing I was reading said they lose twenty dollars uh, an order. So the company loses twenty dollars in each order. And so, obviously, they're being subsidized. But also, they're scraping information out of people's phones mm-hmm. and then selling that on to third parties. So, that's where the money is coming from as well. But it's basically the same with smart televisions as well. Why are smart TVs so so cheap? Because you have to sign into them. They can track what you watch. They can track how you watch. Yeah, that was
0: watch. kind of the rabbit hole. Then we looked yeah. into how much everything else was doing. The similar thing, yeah, so yeah. it was like okay, all
1: right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just better if you're signing up for stuff like that is to. There are websites where it'll create false emails for you, and you can just use that email as a temporary email, and then just get and then just get rid of it when you're done signing up for things. So that's my advice to people: if you're signing up for stuff online, use use don't even use your own account. Just create a fake email. It'll you can use it for a day, and then you can just. Then it's gone. It
0: something I used to do all the time, whenever I was like filling out a form, was I would uh, give myself uh, the wrong uh, middle initial. Okay, and then when so- I'd get uh, something addressed to that person, uh, I'd go, "Oh, I know where this came from. <laughs> yeah, I can track it."
1: Uh, oh, they're selling all my information. This is E
0: and P Boothby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, fair. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot, Costco. Oh, I P Boothby. Right. <laughs> I know that author. Yeah, that's why I didn't marry that nice Daily Boy. <laughs> Couldn't take that name. Oh well,
1: that's not a bad thing, by yeah. the way.
0: It was the it was it was the Daily Boy and that Freely Boy.
1: <laughs> that's the one. And both of them. The Freely was the problem. Yeah, Mr. Freely.
0: Oh, you know, Mr. Freely, friend of Miss Rogers. Uh, Mr. McFeely Oh, it's Mr. McFeely <laughs> I think.
1: Never mind. Yeah.
0: His freedom-loving uh, neighbor next door. That's who it was. His libertarian yeah, the guy neighbor who had like, you know, five <laughs> flags flying.
1: One black and white. Yeah. You know, why is it black why and white? Why is
0: the American flag upside down? You know, why. know why? You know why? Stop You're all on. living in the neighborhood of make believe. <laughs> 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 At least Mr. Roger makes the trains run on time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> So you're anti meeting. There we go. That's yes. where I'm. That's where it all I'm, not, came I'm, from. I'm
1: indifferent to meetings. I don't really have to go to them, so I have no, I have no yeah. opinion. I'm just saying, Lisa's not a fan. So
0: I'm not a. I'm not a fan. She has just her pony club meetings to, have, and her school meetings. I have to so. work my way my, my day around it. Yeah, you know, if I have to have one, first thing in the day is like the best. Mm-hmm. You know, and just you get it over with, you get it done. When you have it like middle of the day, then it's like, ugh, you just gotta like just schedule a whole day around things. And yeah, I have a hard time too. Cause like most of the stuff that I do, I kind of, it, it, it's kind of a slow burn to get into it. And then when I'm into it, I'm really into it. Okay. Working. And then it's tough to just go, now stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Write a whole bunch of notes just to, so holding the thoughts in place for like later on. Okay. There. Now we're going to give you a lot of other distracting information. Uh, okay. Now back to the things you were talking about. What are all these notes? What do these mean? God damn it. It's like waking up from a dream, writing things down, then you know, going back to it and just going like horse telescope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Up horse telescope.
1: Um how long does it take you to get started to work? Like if you come in cold in the morning, let's say, or in the afternoon, whatever you come in, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna work, how long does it take you from sitting down to to actually getting to writing and and
0: huh, that's a good question. Like you're not. Are you talking like just taking care of other nope. kind of other kind of like business, or are nope. you talking
1: like right. your actual work? Oh, immediately. Oh, really? You just sit right down and start writing? Oh yeah, immediately then. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to like warm up. You don't. Nope. Go online, look at some stuff for a while, check well, your you emails.
0: Talking? Okay, well, all right. Now, now this is what I'm saying. That's other business. That's like, okay. if you're talking like me going and checking the email, seeing what needs dealing with, yeah. going on that, then going down a rabbit hole because of, of that, <laughs> then going back, checking the email again. Yeah. Now I'm going back to work. Yeah. But when I'm like, okay, well, time to work and open up that file and just go right to it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that way. I spent quite a while.
0: I think we, quite do, a while fiddling around we do different I, work though. Like different kinds of work. No, no, I'm talking.
1: I'm talking. Like, if I'm editing the show, let's say, if I go. Okay. If I go, like, I try to try to edit the show at, on Friday nights now. Uh huh. So sometimes I'll watch a movie until midnight, and then I'll go outside and I'll I'll get editing. Sometimes I'll be up later. Sometimes I'll fall asleep, and I'll wake up at two in the morning, and I'll be like, oh, I sh- should go outside and edit the show. So I'll go outside and edit the show, and go to bed at five or whatever. But yeah, it takes me a while. Like no matter what time it is, I have I go outside. I have to like yeah. sort of warm up to to with editing. Working. Yeah,
0: my show's shorter, so I can I can like sit down and just like pretty much listen to it with very little you know distractions. And it's like it's just a, it's just like a half hour. I can just yeah. listen to it quick, and then I will write down where there's like kind of a, a part that could be tightened up or the parts. That are leading into, you know, now they're going to talk about refreshments. In the I'm talking about refresh my memory. This new podcast, between. yeah. Uh, uh, refreshments that are in a movie, and then uh, the making up a drink, and then all uh, nowadays. And by nowadays, I mean we're four episodes deep, but we do have a new segment. It feels like where there's a personal story that one of the hosts has about an actor in the movie, and so I was like, okay, now we got a fourth bit. So it's writing all <laughs> those things down okay. and just keeping uh, keeping notes about that, and then uh, Vicky. Uh, comes by and helps me with the technical stuff. She does so much of it, uh, and then we put that all together, and mm. then I make the drink uh, that they made up. Yeah, God, the one from this this show is terrible, <laughs> so terrible. I
1: I saw the picture, so I'm, oh, it's it's a good weird. looking drink. Yeah, it looks pretty, looks good. The I just, bottles. I, I saw the bottle though, and I thought, oh, that's uh... yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a it's a drink called the uh, Great Ass because mm-hmm. it's from uh, Heat. Movie Heat, and there's a scene where Al Pacino. Anyway, you listen to the episode, it comes out, it's already out. Listen to it, it's out go to, listen to it's it today. Uh, that's out today. Um, but uh, it's uh, Empress uh, Gin, which is a, a kind of a blue purple gin, it's really beautiful looking, and then Fireball Whiskey. Oof, and it's those two things mixed together. Oof, and uh, it tastes as good as it sounds. <laughs> We made it look good in the picture. Mm. So anyway, uh, I, my wife takes the picture. Uh, we figure out like something that looks interesting, and we make the picture. So we do that. The whole process probably takes an hour and a half to get the show ready. Okay, you know after, That's uh, good. after it's been recorded.
1: It's pretty good. I mean, it depends what the show is. Like this show, I just, I just. Don't care. No, not, I don't care. I just don't edit it. This because, is a loosey goosey show. Because it's loosey goosey and uh, I am okay with us ing and awing through it and yeah. hesitating it and sounds whatnot. more natural. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I'll listen to the show and go, I say uh a lot.
1: <laughs> it's a placeholder.
0: Uh, and you don't want me to no interrupt nerd. you. Uh, yeah.
1: you're like, uh don't Shut up, talk, shut up, <laughs> shut up, Dave, shut up, Dave. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, Dave, don't talk. Um and same, yeah, um, same thing. yeah, The floor
0: recognizes Dave. go.
1: But doing doing and I actually was the same with like Completely Beatles and stuff like that. I never listened to those. I, I actually never listened to an episode of Completely Beatles, Totally Tin Tin or Full Marks. So I've never actually heard an episode. I heard it while we were doing it, obviously, yeah. but I've never listened to the actual episode. Do you want to know what's a terrible thing that. Uh, My voice, listening to me talk about stuff I'm supposed to know about?
0: No, it's, that's lovely. People seem to enjoy that. Yeah. What's a really terrible thing is yeah. I figured a way for us to get. Uh, quite good ratings on on our shows. Oh, but it's work. <laughs> okay, right. Sure. So it's just like the worst thing. It's like yeah, fuck. That's right. Yeah, but it's work. It's like, uh, I, I I enjoy this thing called uh YouTube. Have you seen this? Yeah, I have seen it. YouTube. Oh, it's for you as well. I, I guess you're a you. I am a you. Okay, yes. and you can watch stuff. Uh, in sure, sure. Tube form. Okay. So. Whenever I open up like the main YouTube page, at least on my you know browser, yes. at the bottom they have shorts, little short segments. Yeah. And uh, among oh the, yeah, I've um, thought of this too. Yeah, among the but short it's segments <laughs> are ones for for podcasts. Yes. And and you know I was I was thinking about this because with refresh my memory. You know, we've had a really good um, Harrison Ford uh, story, this personal story, and a really good Robert De Niro story. Okay. And I was like, oh, those would both be good shorts. Mm. I just have to either decide whether I want to draw images for them, you know, because I want something images. You could just have, like, the title card for the show up. Yeah. Uh, and that would be fine, but I'd probably like want to do a little more. But but something like that. But then again, it's yeah, it's doing a cut and a pay you gotta do this, get to YouTube and then it leads people to the podcast and there we go. But for sure, stuff like, you know, uh things about the Beatles that you've have said. Yeah. You know, there's definitely an audience for that. And it's like, yeah, I just have to go through those episodes, find <laughs> that find that story. That one little And then you opinion, and then you just yeah. have like a little teaser thing about like you know what pole really thought of da 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 mm. and it's like yeah yeah that would do well and that would lead people to the shows <laughs> and we we'd have more listeners <laughs> and there's probably like one or two things each of these episodes too yeah. that are something that's like really interesting or just a short funny bit or a jam yeah back and forth and it's like
1: yeah, yeah, it's so much. Fun. <laughs> well, that's it. I've thought of this too. I mean, yeah, I've,
0: it's work though, eh? It's work though. That's the thing. It, it involves it's, it's it's work versus reward, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And there's, I know there's like so many people, influencers and whatnot yeah. that are out there, and this is all they do, and they're all searching for like these but, little specks of gold. But
1: you put your you put you just put your finger on it. That's all they do. Like, but it's not all we they both do have, at first. We both have other jobs. That's true.
0: But they didn't have. They also had other jobs at first. Oh, I imagine Like, there's so. no one. There's no one yeah. that just like you know goes. You know what? I'm just gonna make milkshakes. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. Honey, call the boss. I'm quitting. Yeah. What? But our house. There we go. Here's how you make. <laughs> yeah. A root beer shake. And you go, no, it's but I like mean, you do it and you have a little bit of success. Yeah, yeah. And you go, you know what? Now I'm at the point where it makes sense to quit the other job mm-hmm. because I'm making more putting these videos up yeah. and uh, podcasts and whatnot.
1: It would be nice to, to get to that point. And I, I, believe me, I, I think of these things when I'm feeling my shoulder at night or yeah. limping around the house. Do you know
0: the expression... May the road rise to meet you—is that or greet you? Yeah,
1: that's a Irish uh, blessing,
0: right? So it's uh, it's yeah, that, you're not dead when that happens, right? No, no, just it's making sure that's good. it's a blessing. It's a, thing. it's a
1: common. It's actually a common blessing in church.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, and uh, and what what does it, what does it mean? I, I just feel it like you know, it's a may your journey be easy. It yeah. feels like that's yeah. what it's saying. That's right. I feel. Myself, yeah. As I get older, I feel technologically <laughs> yeah. the road is rising to meet me. And like all the things that I have a problem with yeah. are kind of going away. Okay. It's like, I don't want to leave the house to go to work. You can work from home. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I really want to edit these videos. Hey, the software is on your phone. It's right here. It's nice and easy to do. Mm. Yeah, but how do I get it out to people? Hey, it's broadcast quality. <laughs> There's no reason to not do this in your basement. You can just do it as easy as possible. couldn't be anything. Yeah. There's no let me just take every one of these excuses away from you. There you go. But I like those excuses because then I don't have to work. (laughs) Oh fuck! The road rose to meet me. (laughs) Now I gotta fucking go down the road. (laughs) I was having a nice time sitting under this tree. Yeah. And now the roads all rise to meet me. I had a nice pothole here, and I was getting a break. Yeah, it's like ah, eh, yeah, but that's the way it is.
1: There's a fence keeping me off the road, and the fence is gone.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, I like doing cartoons. Well, you can put the cartoons up on, yeah, and you know, yeah, but how do I make money off it? Oh, we got many ways. We got Substack. We got Patreon. We got this. We got that. Um, oh, but it's hard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. You're right. It is hard. But I mean, and I, I have less of an excuse now. I used to. I used to be able to say I have three jobs. I. am uh, you know I work a full-time job I look after my daughters and I look after my family and then I I um I have uh chickens and I have chickens well yeah I mean that's actually another part of it I have a house to look after yeah and then I you know then I have a podcast that I do or I have a series of podcasts that I right. that I do depending where we are in the season um yeah it's just it just feels like it's a, a, enough and I I like you know what I like sitting in a chair and reading mm-hmm or watching a movie, mm-hmm. and I just, and sometimes I i just resent not being able to do those things. And my life has had that time, like, when, you, know, we're, you know, there's times where you're really busy and you just can't do those little bit of pleasurable things. And so when you have that time, you're like, ah, I can watch Ahsoka whenever I want. You yeah. can watch it right after it comes out, every Tuesday, or whatever. But, uh, yes.
0: Yeah, sorry, no. May the road rise to meet Star Wars. Ah, these are so expensive to do. (laughs) And, like, we have to go out to, you know, foreign lands to shoot. No, no, you don't. What? We got a dome. What do you mean? We'll shoot everything in a dome. And we'll just project things on the screens in the background and we'll just do them and there's all your Star Wars for you. Uh, Ah, I gotta see Star Wars. Well, I guess I have to go to the theater. I wonder what parking will be like. We'll send it to your house. What? (laughs) How often are you gonna send Star Wars to my house? Every week. What do you mean every week? The road has risen to meet you. I guess I like going to the movies, but you're and right. You go to the movies as well. Oh, you're right. There was another it Martin, nice uh, Martin uh, Scorsese thing recently. We was just talking about indie films and how he hates the term indie films and hate, but he dislikes the term yeah. indie films because you know it really pigeonholes them, whereas they should be like judged in the same way as you know any other movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and they should be available in theaters. And you know, and I get that, and I understand what he's saying. Yeah. But again, it's the convenience of just like well, I know this movie is going to be in my home in three months. (laughs) Is it see it immediately great? This talky movie about this couple who are having some problems? Um, I'm sure it's it's the experience of seeing that with a group of people better than seeing it at home in a chair uh, when I can relax. Probably is. Could be. Probably is. I think... What's nice about a
1: theater is that you are completely dedicated to the film, whereas it's hard, harder at home to be
0: completely dedicated. I wish that was true nowadays. Scene. I'm talking about you, not everyone around you. Well, it's tough when someone's got their uh, phone, uh, phone out and, <laughs> yeah. and there's some yappy person who's behind you. Mm, and that's, that's annoying, obviously. There's no, there's no ushers anymore. This is where I feel like an old man. There's no fucking ushers anymore. There used to be, like when I was an usher yeah. back in the oldie days, yeah. you know, a couple of times a movie, you'd walk up and down the aisle. And, you know, sometimes you'd check a little thing and you'd make a note of something down below by a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you walk up and down. So, like, the idea was, like, when you brought food in, yeah. which you shouldn't have, Yeah, you did. Uh, you have to hide it from the usher. Yeah. The usher's yeah. walking by and the usher's checking you out. Yeah. And I guess making sure you ain't giving handies to the person next to you <laughs> um, or even candies. Kill, Given handies, eating candies. Giving handies, eating candies. Those are the two <laughs> wow. things we had to watch for. Yeah, yeah. Other things uh, that rhyme. <laughs> and other things that rhyme. <laughs> Everything fine and dandy? No handies? No candy? All right. That's there. dandy. That's good. Hey, wait a second. Where'd you get the red vines? We sell Twizzlers here. Get out of <laughs> here. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you getting to the second base. Get out of here! <laughs> second base with a Reggie bar. Now, you see, the joke about that is... I don't get it. Okay, how about this one? Get in the second base with a Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth? Hmm? Bar? Yeah. It's a baseball bar? What? And then uh, going to second base? That's also uh, kind of hand-related uh, stuff? Okay. Oh, the it's re- also baseball-related stuff. a Reggie
1: bar named after Reggie Jackson, yes. that's what you're saying? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay.
0: That was a really good chocolate bar. Was it? Fuck, I love that chocolate bar so much. It was a home run. Oh, no, it's just second base. <laughs> I guess it's still pretty good. Sorry. I just think like that'd be a terrible thing for someone who was, like, calling a baseball game, and just, like, a person gets to, f- to first base, and they're over the shirt! <laughs> okay.
1: That's right. Your strange use of... Uh, you understand what we're playing Actually, here, Actually, right?
0: that's second base. Second base is over the shirt. Second base is promise. over the shirt? Yeah, first base is kissing, second base is over the shirt. Okay, third base is... <laughs> I don't know how do you wrap up uh, an Abbott and Costello routine. Oh, who's on first? Mm. Anyway. I don't know who's on second. I don't know who's on third. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it's tricky. It's tricky talking about that bit.
0: Who's on first? What's yeah. on second? Yeah, you're right. I don't know what's on third. That is correct. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't know who was on third. No, you, no, you did not. I did not know. I completely I... <laughs> lost what we're saying.
1: <laughs> You're talking about ushers.
0: I was talking about ushers. Yeah, the problem is uh, ushers aren't around anymore. But you know, listen, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying you got to have cops in the movie theater. Yeah. But it's it's that equivalent of like someone who's walking up and down Shit. the aisle checking stuff out. Yeah. And so you know, when you have a yappy yappy yapperson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can have a little. Uh, excuse me, sir. Could you uh, <laughs> keep it down? Your. A little loud. Yeah. Yeah, just that. Yeah. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. We had something like that for a Blue Beetle. There was a person who was just doing really horrible. Like, they were just mean and jerks and really, ugh. Yeah. Gross. They were yeah. being gross and mean. And it took forever before someone, like, got up, went and talked to the uh, staff. And the staff came on, knock it off. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yeah. But yeah. they, sh- the staff should have been, yeah, you know, yeah. just poking their heads in and seeing what's going on. Wow. But that's not what people get paid for anymore. No, it's not. And, I mean, I mean, you... The way the
1: movies work nowadays is they just, they almost, they just show themselves. So you don't even have to
0: have people there in the projection room. There's no one, there's no yeah. oversight of anything that's happening. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's, there's a second problem too, which is, uh, now we have inclined seats. So the ushers would have to be doing a lot of stair work. There'd be like a it's lot of, like, it's good for them. Well, it's good for some of them. It's not good for some of them. <laughs> uh, going up and down. Yeah. yeah. Gra- grandma. Yeah. who's like working at the movie theater, you know, in her senior uh, year. I've never seen
1: a grandma working at the movie theater.
0: You haven't? No. Oh, okay. I've seen that. Uh, yeah. Our theaters tend to we be. We used to again back in my day, kids. There was always like there was always like kind of the older staff that were Is that there rain? as well. Yeah. 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 Actually, you know what? Again, I'm not seeing a lot now in the AVX, yeah. or VIP, or yeah. any of your you know letters. <laughs> uh, things, but the old the old movie theaters. Yes, yeah, there was that's like, well, yeah. I mean, people. What you seeing?
1: The money was okay then. Now the money is, is not that great.
0: Yeah, you seen behind the green door? Pretty good. <laughs>
1: Don't <laughs>
0: spoil it for you. You'll enjoy. Um, there's your here's your candy. Enjoy your your Well
1: What what, <laughs> what we see a lot like at, where we go to the movies? They hire a lot of uh, mentally challenged people now.
0: Oh, nice. Which
1: is good. Yeah, like I like to see people working, but that's that's who's hireable, I guess, for those sort of jobs now. Other people people don't want to do those jobs, so that's who does them. They're great. They're very excited to see you at the movies. I think part of that is they've been told be very excited that people are at the movies, (laughs) and so they were like because
0: this job ain't lasting forever.
1: They've been told that. Yes. So we're at the theater a little while ago, and every person that walked by us, who was like a, a staff person, went glad to see you. Glad to see you. Hey, glad to see the movies, stuff like that. You know, yeah. So. I, well, I'm glad. I'm. I like to be here, so I'm glad to see you too. But. Uh,
0: but it's t- it is tough. Like, what does the, what do the, the habit has been broken? What What do uh, they offer at the theater that the, you do not get at home? Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, there's the annoyance of the parking. <laughs> there is the the snacks remain insane. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, insanely priced. Yes, they are uh you've got to pour your own soda now i don't have to do that stickiest at the stickiest station (laughs) on (laughs) earth you know this as soon as you're walking up to it (kissing) yeah yeah (laughs) that is a but that's a staffing do it while holding a popcorn as well because you've already got your popcorn oh would you like some uh, napkins for that popcorn well, it's on the very opposite <laughs> side of you think, I, I like that. maybe yeah. napkins next to the food you yeah, want to be eating. No, yeah, it's like when you go to a restaurant and your cutlery is at a different table, and then your napkins at a different table, and you got to go. Get yeah, those yeah. things together.
1: No, it's weird. why? Why is it so inconveniently far from where you just purchase your food? Right. And you're going in the opposite direction of where you should be walking right. to get your. To get...
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is weird. Before you go to drink station.
1: Yeah. Ugh. But where I mean, I consider my, uh, Mary likes those stations because she can make her own drink because she can get like vanilla Coke and stuff like that.
0: Oh, sure, the flavors are yeah. fantastic. But I just you got a Coke, tell... so I could
1: care less. But uh... sure,
0: but you could tell a person that, mm-hmm. and then they could turn their backs to you, <laughs> and they could do that, and then they could hand the drink yeah, to yeah. you. I'm all for that. Like you know, yeah, yeah. we used to do that, yeah. and and they still do it some places.
1: Yeah, they do at our th- our theaters, but. And our theaters also have, like, easier parking situations because it's in the suburbs. Oh, okay. So they just have, like, a big flat parking area and you just find a parking spot and park. Uh, you're not, yeah, you're not paying for parking and all the rest of it. So that's nice for us, too. So we have less excuses. Right. So what the fuck is wrong with the suburbs? But Yeah, but it's the same situation. People, you know, through streaming and the pandemic, the habit has been broken of going to the movies as a thing to do. Yeah. Like, a thing for teenagers to do. Like, when we were teenagers, that was something we actively wanted to do. Like when The weekend came, you wanted to go see a movie in the theater and you're looking for films that you know, would be exciting to go and see in the theater. And you
0: would probably talk about
1: that film the next week. Yeah.
0: And so you better see it now because <laughs> someone's going to spoil what's yeah. going on uh, yeah. in that movie. And everyone part.
1: would have gone to see it. For yeah. some films, everyone that you know would have gone to see everyone that film. Everyone saw Back to the
0: Future. Yeah. yeah I'll it. Even I
1: saw it. Yeah, I didn't see a single other and you one after that. I hate Michael
0: J. Fox so much from I, the old Leo and Me days. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, oh boy, he yeah. ruined Leo and Me for you.
1: <laughs> he went and took the last seat on the bus I was getting on in New Westminster. Oh, did he? I hate him, and I'll never not.
0: But clever like a fox, <laughs> <laughs>
1: sneaky like a J. Fox. Did you know that uh, his real name is his last name is J? He added the Fox to, uh, yeah. to for the uh, SAG rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: I know his sister, <laughs> and her name ain't Kelly J. <laughs> At one point, we were going to be roommates, so that story oh, okay. does not work on me.
1: Uh huh. Because you thought you I was
0: serious, liar. <laughs> You're
1: gonna call me out, are you? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's not fair. So, um, yeah, you just saw every or most every movie like that. You'd that yeah, you'd be was, interested in,
0: but it was your only option. Like nowadays, you turn on your TV, yeah, uh, and TVs are cheap. Yeah. Uh, so you know, no reason to have not have one in almost every room, unless yeah. you choose not to. Uh, and uh, you got streaming services, and you got so many streaming services. So sure. like you know, but you can I was see watching... the most modern movie. You can see the oldest movie. You can, and if you don't want to pay money, you can see it on Pluto or you can see it on Tubi, <laughs> and you can watch it with commercials, yeah. and you're fine. And a lot of them are on YouTube. Yeah. You know, speaking of YouTube, too. Some yep. Some I was like, the other day. I was like. Oh, I wonder if I can rent the Heartbreak Kid. I couldn't find it anywhere it's yeah. on YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Four ninety nine. There you go. No, no. Oh, it's free. Free. Oh, it's a free uh, version. Yeah, <laughs> it's even better. Um, but I was watching. Was I was watching a bit of Fallout on Netflix the other day because I wanted to watch the opera sequence. Okay. The opera sequence. And I think there's a cut. I think they cut some violence out of it. Oh. I'm gonna have to get my DVDs out of a box that they're sitting in downstairs. Still un-, un unpacked from the uh, flood, but I thought I'm gonna have to take a look and see because yeah, I think they cut out some violence. I don't. That's not good. Nope. If you're watching movies and they're they're cutting them action movies, yeah, yeah. Like what's going on here, guys?
0: Yeah, again, that would be a thing like in the oldie days, Maybe blockbuster, where when you watch a movie on TV. All the swears are gone. It's yeah. been edited. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there'll be pan and scan. Yeah, and it's just like this experience <laughs> is okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna not watch TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, what are you gonna do? But then you go to the movies. Ah, oh, there you go. And <clears throat> like, when, and when are you gonna see? And like again, this is the weird bit. Is like uh, you know when we were when we were younger, and this is this is kind of how we do these podcasts now. time like that stuff. <laughs> the idea of now? seeing Star Wars on TV. Yeah, no. No, you no. can't see Star Wars on TV. No, okay, no. unless it's a holiday special. Oh wow, it's Star Don't Wars! they played
1: Star Wars on television?
0: Not for a while.
1: But I mean, not that's, for a
0: long. But while. that's the re
1: Like was something we've talked about in the, in the past, which is that I'd only seen Star Wars once. Mm-hmm. I've cha- I have seen it again. Like I watched it on DVD a while while ago. But but um, the reason I never watched it on television is because I knew from watching spaghetti westerns that TV was cutting off the par- cutting away part of the films. And when I realized that in junior high school, it really turned me off watching movies on television. And I would watch them. I would watch films. But I knew I was getting like a substandard version of it. And I never bothered watching Star Wars on television because I knew that it was being uh, cut down for TV. And I just couldn't see the point of it. I was like, I've already seen this in the theater. I don't need to watch it in like a bad version on television. And there's other things to watch on TV, by the way. There's not just one channel. So I just never watched it and i do kind of regret it now because at least i would have seen like the original star wars instead of these sort of strangely switched around versions
0: so here's what we got so star wars uh came out in 1977 sure okay and then uh there was a making of star wars uh oh i saw that yeah ben Uh, burt
1: hitting the uh the high tension lines for the hydro for the hydro uh
0: yeah and it was uh and who were the hosts
1: i don't know probably probably mark hamill Nope. Uh,
0: nope. No. C3PO and R2D2. Uh. Then there was Beep, the boop, holiday boop. special. Yep. Which was uh, a little over a year afterwards. But the first time that uh, Star Wars broadcast on television mm. yep. was 1982. Yep. But that was on pay per view subscription Oh, services.
1: okay. It wasn't network television because I do remember it being on.
0: Eventually it did end up on network uh, television. Uh, let's see. By the time. Okay. For the first time on network television, it uh, was on... Oh, Jesus Christ. What? Give me a year, guys. <laughs> it
1: was on September 2nd.
0: What? Yeah. Star Wars was uh, shown on pay-per-view subscription services in September 82. HBO showed it winter of 83. Yeah. Uh, and was disappointed at the lack of interest. <laughs> By the time CBS got around uh, to showing it on network television... The film had not only been shown on pay-per-view and cable and issued on video; it had also been re-released in theaters several times. Yeah. Uh, they say like it was, it came out on Sunday, February twenty-sixth, uh, with a twenty-two-minute feature, but it didn't say what year. And uh, it would have
1: been a, at home. I, it feels like it was. And a, the
0: ratings weren't great.
1: Feels like it would have been around that time because I, I seem to remember watching it at my grandma's, like on a Sunday night. So, but I'm not sure now. it's, it's a long time ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago
0: empire strikes back uh aired on television uh in 87 Hmm. and return of the jedi uh in 89 and uh did not do well none of these did well on television
1: interesting but i wonder yeah it's hard to remember now but yeah it i do remember like being on tv but yeah what's the point of watching it it's uh that's why people didn't that's why it had disappointing ratings people felt the same way they're like what's the point it's on television like you want to see this movie in the theater like it's big
0: and Stuff's happening. It's big. This. Well, I remember one of the things uh, that was a bit of a thrill with the Muppet Babies cartoon was that they showed bits of Star Wars on it. Oh, really? Because they had the rights, right? And so you'd see like these little clips of Star Wars, and then you know it would be like Gonzo as Darth Vader. Um, but uh, but yeah, you'd see clips. I'm like, oh, how Star come they Wars. how come they have the Star Wars? Mm-hmm. But they did. It's in the opening uh, credits, and uh, it was in a couple episodes. Huh. yeah some star wars scenes i've never i mean i've well i I've mean
1: heard of it or seen bits of it but never
0: they did uh you know uh they actually had a star wars episode of the muppet show like the muppet show yeah uh where uh, the host was uh, mark hamill but mm. then luke skywalker r2d2 and c-3po crashed yeah and, and as themselves in character so i guess getting the rights to something star wars was something you know that was doable yeah. for uh, muppet yeah. folk because <laughs> you're willing to pay it's not a bad episode of the show, by the way. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure I saw it actually, but well, you've got uh, the ability to see it. You've got it on Disney Plus. Ah, oh, there you go. You've got every Muppet episode. <laughs> Have I watched any of them? No, I haven't. Oh, I want to, uh, I've been I've been watching some uh, Peter Ustinoff, uh Poirot and whatever. So uh, okay. I'm probably going to watch the Peter off one of the Muppets soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember he was he was good on that. Yeah, he was a good talk show guest as well. Yeah. He was a raconteur. He was a raconteur. He was one of those guys. That seems like the kind of guy you want to be, you know? Is, uh, is a guy who just seems to enjoy life. <laughs> Does yes. stuff. Has a lot of stories. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's There's a right. scene in I think that's better known as a character, his his own character, than he is for like movies. Really, like besides the Poirot yeah. films, like what other Peter Ustinov movies are, are there? Blackbeard's Ghost and what else?
0: I think there was. I think he was in like Murder by Death or one of those things as well. He was in something where he was a like it was a parody of uh, yeah, sure, anyway. but he was already
1: Pyro, you're so right. he's just kind of playing on that for, thing already. For, yeah.
0: you're not wrong. Uh, we're watching like a we're only halfway through it now. It's on Tubi. Okay, do you, do you watch Tubi? I watch a lot of right. Tubi. Uh, so it's appointment, uh, Appointment with Death, I think it's called. It's uh, it's the one with Carrie Fisher and. Uh, John Gilgood and Piper Laurie. Oh, and uh, Apartment with Death. Okay. Yeah, and so far so slow. <laughs> uh, but the big thing about it is when we were watching it, yeah. the soundtrack is terrible. Like it just takes you completely out of the era, and it's just unbelievably boo uh, with with that.
1: <laughs> no good. What is the point with Death? Is it a
0: mystery movie? Yeah, it's a Poirot. Oh, it's a Poirot film. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's an Agatha Christie. It's uh, I see, it, but but <laughs> it's like you know world's greatest detective. Who's the
1: world's greatest detective in the film? Is it Gilgood playing Poirot? No, Who's, is it Peter Peter Usternoff? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay.
0: But Gilligood's in it. Yeah, uh, and there's one scene uh, which which was just with the two of them together, and you just want to just see them pause and just go, "We're good actors, right? <laughs> yeah, we're both knights. <laughs> we're knights, knight brothers. High five, high five. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. Too, way too good for this. Way too good for this. <laughs> you see Carrie Fisher in this? I know." Phoning it in much? I know. Are you right? Yeah, booy. But everything that Poirot does in it so far yeah. is just he's walking by while someone's just talking, going, we should murder mom. And Poirot's, hmm. It's like, <laughs> well, that's not detective work. Not really detective it's just work walking by and here and someone say.
1: It should be called the lucky detective. The
0: murderer is <laughs> who I heard saying I would like to murder someone. And that was you, madame. How did you do it, Poirot? I was walking around. <laughs> you were talking very loudly about the murder. You French bastard. Belgian!
1: <laughs> my little graces. Are you interested in seeing a murder in Venice? Is that what it's called? A murder in Venice?
0: No, my family has seen that now.
1: Oh, okay. They've seen it. You didn't bother?
0: No, nah. no. I was I didn't I didn't want to see uh, jump scare jamboree.
1: Is that what it is? is it? Is yeah, it jump scare I assume, jamboree? I
0: assume so. And then oh, okay. I asked afterwards, and it was like, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I like okay. I like Kenneth Branagh, and I'm actually a, a fan of. Uh, oh boy, I always confuse it with uh, with the Peter Jackson movie. What's the uh, What's the Peter Jackson movie that's the zombie one? Dead, dead again. Dead, dead life. Dead, dead, dead alive. Dead again. So I do like Dead Again, which is a Kenneth Branagh movie. It's a Hitchcock takeoff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, With it's Emma Thompson. Like Emma Thompson. They're they're mm-hmm. they're in it too. There's a performance by Derek uh, Jacobi. Uh, I'll say. But there's a lot of uh, jump scare. A lot of Is that. There? Is it? Yeah. And this. I don't remember liking it that much. And this movie. Oh, I really liked it. Okay. Uh, saw it at the Stanley Theater. It was also the perfect theater to see it. Mm, mm. But uh, yeah, when I saw the trailer for this one, it was like, oh, they're doing it as a horror movie. Oh, it's gonna be jump scare and I just I just wasn't in the mood for, for yeah. that yeah. but uh, yeah uh, my family saw it and it's uh, it's a movie and it's they really like Tina Fey in it okay you know she's good uh, sh- she's a, as in you're saying she's a good actor or you have yeah. seen her in this you have not seen no this I movie. haven't
1: seen her in that but I think she's good in murders in the building in a way that yeah. she's not playing a character that she doesn't normally you wouldn't associate with her and she does a good job with that too
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I, I assume that she would be good in, in is it called murder in Venice I can't remember what it's called now is venice the city people that's go to get right. murdered that's the murder city right sure every city anytime you watch a movie about venice yeah detroit is gets the killed. motor
0: city and i think venice is the murder, the murder city. city yeah so they get each other's mail quite yeah. a bit and sometimes people show up in a car in, and uh, in venice and they'll go well i can't drive this anywhere it's all water yeah but we're gonna murder you oh fuck you're right this is the murder city and then they get murdered and they throw in the water yeah no
1: it just seems like any movie that someone makes about being in Venice, it someone dies. Like there's not a happy time in Venice. Uh, Spider-Man. Someone dies. No. Really? No,
0: not in the spider- I think someone got hit by a rock. They, got they're off
1: camera. Rock. They're off camera, but okay. yeah, they didn't see it. But someone must have got got hurt.
0: I think uh, Spider-Man, There's a lot of damage to for no Spider-Man one. Spider-Man to... as Night Monkey. Fights Hydro Man, sort of a water <laughs> creature in Venice, and yeah. uh, it's, it's just fine. Everything yeah, yeah.
1: Down. No, that's true. That's a movie that that escapes that. But yeah, there's, there's so many like Don't Look Now, Comfort of Strangers, this new one,
0: Look Who's Drowning, Look Who's Drowning Now, Look Who's Drowning Too. Uh, even not in as
1: good. Spoilers. There is a there is a death in um, Venice in uh, the new t- in the new Mission Impossible film. Yeah, just uh, you know, seems to be the. That's what Venice is for. It's very moody. People get lost quite easily in the, in the winding streets, and then they get murdered. It's surprising that my family and I, we, we visited Venice, yeah. and yet we all got out alive. Oh. Except for my wallet. My wallet got killed dead.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> I remember that, once, like, uh, as a kid, I really liked the idea of going to Venice. I was like, oh, I love the idea of, like, you, instead of, like, buses, you take uh, boats. That sounds great. <laughs> and uh, then I was told, uh, the water really stinks. And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to go to Venice." Oh, and I got that in my head still. It's not that bad. That's dumb, but, right? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, stinky water. Meh, forget it then. Yeah. And it just went out of my head. I never want to go. It's kind of neat because
1: you can't. Doesn't you can't have like anything? I don't think you can like, even allow bicycles in like the the main part of Venice. It's all walking or or gondolas. Yeah, or you can you can have like motorized vehicles in the water or gondolas, and then you have to walk everywhere. And it is kind of mazy. And then there are benches everywhere, and you're like, "What are these benches for?" And they're for when the tide rises slightly, and the whole the city floods. You walk along these benches. Oh, so they put them out as walkways.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: because um, it doesn't even take that much, like just a slight change yeah. in in uh, water levels, like a, like a, a tide from Africa, it'll just wash up in, <laughs> into Venice, and there you go.
0: How about uh, GPS in Venice, like? Uh... Is it is it uh, say drive or does it say uh, uh, boat? Like oh, you're in your boat, yeah. In a GPS, like
1: I imagine, it would not recommend driving there does because it say
0: take out your big stick and uh, poke the ground. <laughs> make sure it's. Please make start, sure it's not water. Please start singing now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> make sure it's not water. Oh, you're saying that they. I don't think they. Not, they don't punt. They don't punt the gondolas. They they, the or, they or they they or the, they use an oar to to. Uh, go along like you can you punt like the river cam yeah. in cambridge like you you use you push along the bottom but i don't think they do that in in venice i don't think it's that and those are I those be wrong, Are though.
0: powered by song right that's why they do the same either by, by song or in our case in our
1: case with our gondola driver lust mm. that powered i've never been paid less attention to by a human being than our gondola driver oh really he just spent all the time wolf whistling at women walking by in various various parts of the trip.
0: Did it work?
1: You know what? I'll be honest with you. I was surprised, but it didn't.
0: Oh. Not okay. a bit.
1: Not a bit. It could be that he was slightly inebriated and older mm-hmm. and seemed to be setting his sights. So it worked s- once. S- setting his sights. You know, like, to me, he seemed to be, like, whatever it is, batting above his station. <laughs> hunting <laughs> <laughs> he was he was gondoling above his station yeah. yeah he just he seemed to be like he was pretty ambitious and i'll give him that i'll give him ambitious and sure. if, if it works once you're a week or once a month i guess you're golden but uh it seems to be is, uh, and again, got a lot of
0: a lot of a lot of i'm counting oh, this different like i'm counting uh, the uk as part of europe because last time i was there it was okay uh but i do remember that um Dating was different in Europe than it is here. Dating, we are yes. Yeah. The idea of uh, oh hello, you look uh, lovely. Would you like to go for a beverage? Yeah, and uh, uh, it was uh, a lot more. Ah. Like, it was like everything. <laughs> everything I never, was. It, I never experienced everything that. Everything was though, a couple of levels up so. in the video game. Okay, is like, it not as in more difficult? Yeah, but just like you know, look, yeah. this is an older culture. We're all. We're all adults here. Here yeah. we go. And it was all, yeah. I don't want to say looser as in people are loose. But it was less. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The the sexual revolution isn't over there.
0: I don't think it was needed. I think they just kind of <laughs> got into it and just like, just went. I think. Uh, I'm
1: thinking of the movie Barcelona where they say that the sexual revolution came later to, to Spain.
0: Right. Because there's more need for it in the States. They were so uptight. Really? That they needed something to yeah. like break that, otherwise no one was going to be having babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I too tense. It's just too tense.
1: It seems to me that wherever I travel, I just face the boss level.
0: I think. I think here's the thing in yeah. Europe, at least is what I what I found is there's actually uh, more. I don't say enjoyment of life, but the idea of enjoying life is more important, especially okay. in Spain. Yeah, you know when I'm there and just like everyone's we're going out tonight and we're going to go we're going to go eat for a while now we're going to go for a walk in the park and again i'm seeing people at their happiest there's probably people in office jobs yeah yeah they're doing whatever but even the people in the office jobs a lot of those office jobs then take a break uh you know for a siesta you know not everyone but but enough and they and they can't go shopping during that time they've got to like you know take some time off because it's important to relax it's mm-hmm. important to rest it's important to enjoy life it's important to eat well. it's all these things are seem seemingly more important in uh, Europe than they are here where it's like get your work done, eat fast, come on, go home there's your entertainment. Off you go, yeah. and that I think carries on to uh, romantic entanglements as well. It's part of the enjoyment. It's part of the enjoying of life. Is you know when you've got people that are already enjoying life, it becomes easier to enjoy life with them, <laughs> and uh, and what have you. And again, I'm broadly stereotyping, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, obviously, I'm traveling with Lisa, so that I've never, but I just never noticed that. So, guys, coming to Lisa, I don't know, maybe.
0: Oh, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be coming around to her because you're together. You're yeah, a couple. yeah, yeah, That's not. Uh, that's not oh, I thing.
1: see. So, yeah, it's not going to work out. Okay. Well, I mean, I the
0: idea that. of like pub culture, you know, in 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 the UK, mm. the idea of like, oh, we're going to go to the pub after work. Yeah. And if you were to do that in North America, I'm like that guy's got a drinking problem. <laughs> that he's going over you know, yeah. there for a drink every night after work, mm. basically. How many times a week? Woof. That's no good. But there, it's just like. Yeah, it's just your social area. It's where you unwind and talk about the world and watch a little sports. Yeah. And, you know, it's just part of the culture. Whereas changing change, changing go there home, too. But watch yeah. TV. Go home, watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. I do. I do look forward to that. I do.
0: TV is pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: I like it. I like it a lot.
0: One thing I'm surprised hasn't had as much of an impact yet is uh, VR, just because, you know, that seems to be the next step of just. Put it on. Now you're anywhere in the world. Now you're getting this amazing experience, but it might actually be too much. It might be too much, too fast right now for people. Could be that. And we, you need that distance. You need, you know, you need to be able to like snap out of it. You don't want to be. You want You don't want to go home and like immediately go into a dream. <laughs> you know, you want like, to like be able to like pull out of it whenever, whenever you can. And that's what yeah. TV is. You know, you can look around. It's fine.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's still things to do around the house and stuff. You can't just spend sure. all your time staring into a staring at a screen, even a TV. But I think part of it is that, you know, you have people who play video games. And I think that's what VR is associated with right now, is video games. And so it's a percentage of a percentage, you know? So, like, not every person who plays video games or has, you know, is a gamer, has VR. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a percentage of that population. I don't think there's people outside of video game culture who would have a VR set up in their homes.
0: Well, uh, unless you're really into nature or something along those but lines. If you're really into nature, you're like one of those people that, I know it's crazy, but they go like hiking. Well, they They'll have go to outside. be into woods nature. They go but outside they're... and they hike around and they yeah see stuff. They you, go bird you watching. Live, they... You live near nature, though. Yeah. Like, if you so lived... do you yeah big, i do but if nearby. you lived in saskatchewan yeah and you know you liked dolphins you know you're not going to see no dolphins mm. in saskatchewan or you know a, a lot of you know, mountains whatever you're going to see yeah so you put on the vr helmet and all of a sudden you're either watching a video that someone shot yeah or there's you know things that'll take you there map wise that you can kind of sort of walk around yeah and see things but you definitely can like now you're in at the bottom of the ocean, and you're looking around, and you know, you know, people love nature shows. That's the next step. Is like we've taken you to a jungle, and now you're in the middle of a pride of lions, and it's like that's pretty amazing. But you're right. Right now, people think of it as uh, for video games and that kind of thing. Yeah, but I, yeah. you know, in 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 the future, you never we'll know. We'll see. Yeah, not everyone can access nature.
1: Well, I think everyone can access nature. Just not everyone can access. The same nature.
0: If you live in New York City, how do you access nature besides walking through? Sta- uh, yeah, go to Central, Central Park. Park. There's other parks and stuff and like that. You'd, you'd, or some woods. Go down to the river.
1: of ponds. Go down to the river and and what? there's beaches there. In
0: there New is York City. there is beaches. That's true. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. You're not like I say. not everyone has we access... Live,
0: we live like in the middle of everything. Like you can you can go yeah. and do everything and see everything and it's amazing. Well, not
1: everything, but yeah, pretty close. Like if you want to go to the jungle, we don't have that available here. But that's true. yes.
0: That's true. We, we don't have a jungle. We
1: do have access to lots of different kinds of nature. But people in, in, if you live in Saskatoon, they have access to a different kind of nature. They have they have a river that flows through their city. Mm-hmm. They have river beaches through, along it. They have.
0: How far are you at any time from a giraffe?
1: <laughs> well, that's a bit different because I live uh, near, just I live just near you a zoo. Answer the question, sir. I live near answer a Answer the question, sir.
0: <laughs> at any one time, fifteen minutes. At home, you're saying. At home, you're at home. Yeah, I f- want to see a giraffe. Yeah, fifteen. You say to yourself, "I want to touch a giraffe."
1: Can't touch it, but yeah.
0: Uh it comes up to you. It can touch you.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's not very rare, but yeah,
0: uh, fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen minutes from a giraffe.
1: To to where it's located. Then a bit more time, yes, because I have to pay. You have to pay a lot of money to go see this giraffe. So okay, it's not something you're just going to do on a, a whim. Well,
0: let's not say you're just seeing one giraffe. There's multiple giraffes. Yeah, there's lots
1: of giraffes here, and you know, there's the yeah. the red the red pandas and whatnot. They're cute. Yeah, there's things to see there. I'm not saying I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying Dave lives near a zoo. Yeah, I also live like near a uh, big wood wooded woodlands or wetlands. I guess I should say how many giraffes are in the wetlands? No, there's no giraffes, but there are beavers. I could find beavers there. Yeah. Coyotes. There's uh, there are bobcats in there. Um, there are bears in there. There are deer. Those are all things I could go and see if I was that sort of person. I'm not a, really a nature buff. I'm fine with it. Like, I like it existing.
0: You're at home. There's nothing on TV. And you just turn to the missus and go, I want to see a red panda. 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah. You're looking at a red panda. Yes. Uh, but, well,
1: let's say, let's say 25 minutes. Because I'd have to get, go there, park, pay, and walk, find my way to the pandas. But, yeah. It's pretty close.
0: You're right. I'm not, okay. I'm not knocking it. You want to see a capybara. Boom. There's a
1: capybara there. Yeah. You're okay. right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a capybara. Pretty cute.
0: They are kind of cute. They're
1: real cute. Nice. To, there's I mean, bears. There's bears there.
0: I used to have a, a roommate that was obsessed with capybaras.
1: <laughs> Those bears are very active bears. They
0: uh they're fun. Are they planning a breakout because they would have a shot. Like if a if a, a giraffe escapes. Yeah. It's uh it's it's not going to do well. No,
1: and it's going to be pretty noticeable.
0: But a bear escapes.
1: Yeah. Huh,
0: that bear might make it.
1: The bear, well, like we discussed there was a bear living in our neighborhood a little while ago. Earlier this season, so earlier in the year, so yeah, it's possible.
0: And then it left, and but the left, wolves and you said to the bear, "Why are you leaving?" And he went at these prices. And they went like... But
1: the wolves were not; they didn't escape. They were they were freed by some yeah. activists, um, and they came back of their own free will. Most of them came back of their own free will. One one had to be captured, and one was killed Ugh. by a car. But because uh, he never experienced life <laughs> outside of yeah. a place where there is no cars. Or if there are cars, they're driving very slowly and, and aware of you.
0: Poor wolf.
1: Yeah, it's terrible.
0: Boo. Don't uh, do not do that. Activists, uh, hey, knock that
1: off. <laughs> knock that off. There are better ways to put it. In. And also, my feeling about zoos is now is that there's nowhere else. In many cases, for these animals, there's nowhere else in the world for them to live now. Like, we've made this world so so inhospitable to to our, to our wildlife that... There's no places for these animals to live outside of zoos now, so we have to have zoos, otherwise that we won't have those animals because they're, they're, where they lived is all gone now, you know so and that and doesn't make me happy, but I'm just saying that's just a fact. so yeah,
0: just got to keep the eye on the zoos to make sure they're treating the animals well, because uh, there's some history at that zoo that is not good history uh but all, they all got use. called on no but especially that one had some some stinkers <laughs> uh and then yeah it got uh, got a lot of eyes on it and it uh, it got better
1: yeah apparently it's doing quite well now in terms of that i mean part of the problem of course is money so you know if people aren't going there there's it's harder for for a place like that to support their animals but but also um environment as well so you know it's just hard like you're you know, for whatever reason, you people want to see African animals. Well, you have African animals living in like the wettest climate in the world. You know, like it's, they're not used to it. Their feet, their their bodies aren't used to it. You know, their feet mm-hmm. aren't used to it. So, yes, it's not it's not fair to the animals.
0: Agreed. There are
1: no elephants there anymore.
0: Never forget. Um, so, I'm going to turn to the land of letters. Sure, if that's okay. Yeah. Last week we asked some things, and you told us some things, <laughs> and we didn't like that. <laughs> Because you were mean, <laughs> so we threw all those letters away, yeah, we asked different things here's what we asked <laughs> okay uh what's your favorite autobiographical work, okay, and uh when do you start eating your snacks at the movies? Hey, we're talking about the movies again uh so uh Liam writes uh for the autobiographical work, the fableman's
1: okay, there we go that's a good that's a good, mo- that's a good movie good example i love the uh, I love the World War two. Uh, film that he makes in that movie i think that's just great
0: and the final scene is fantastic
1: the final scene oh yes that's also great yes
0: yes and uh liam says goes on to say i eat the snacks as soon as i sit down but i definitely pace myself until the movie starts Mm. yeah you never feel worse than when you finish your popcorn and now the movie yeah well i'm a bad person
1: (laughs) that's why that's why i leave it on the floor until the movie starts
0: for autobiographical works I absolutely love uh, Roald dolls. Am I pronouncing that right? Sure. Dolls. Yeah. Uh, books. Boy and going solo. So sorry.
1: Did you say who's, who wrote this one? Is this still Liam? Uh,
0: Mick Elliott. Mick Elliott. Apologies if I did not say Mick Elliott. Mick Elliott. Mick Elliott's pond. Uh, yeah. The uh, boy and going solo. I didn't know that. Uh, all wrote autobiographical works so i
1: knew is, going solo i did i mean sorry i knew boy i did not know going solo
0: it's cool have you watched uh, the, the 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 great story of henry sherry i
1: have not yet because i I, I went to watch it and it wasn't available yet and then i i mm, 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 wasn't mm. sure when it was showing up but i, I liked
0: it so much i ordered the book i got the book yeah the book is misprinted like crazy oh that's too bad boo it's from 2000 as well Weird. so uh so tough, it has the
1: quentin tough luck on me quentin whatever his name was uh, illustration yes
0: Hmm. uh the illustration is great Hmm. uh but the and it's a it's a bunch of short stories yeah yeah
1: yeah mary mary was a big role doll fan when she was in elementary school so we have a lot we have a lot because i read them as well but i kind of i kind of stopped at some point because i i guess i didn't know there were other books available or maybe they weren't available when i was that age you know maybe so i read like james and the giant peach and the the, the, the the hits the wonka ones i read danny champion of the world james and the giant peach but I never read, like, The Witches or the BFG or...
0: I did read The Witches. I didn't read The BFG.
1: Or The Clumps and the other ones, like, did what are they called? Yeah.
0: Mick continues. Uh, a in Funny story. Mick's also uh, an author. Oh. So it's just an author talking about books. Yeah. Uh, the former recounts his early life in the brutal British boarding school system, while wow. the latter covers his time as a shell oil rep in Africa and his time as a World War II pilot. Wow. Well, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Uh, both books are full of startling anecdotes. Well, I don't like that. I'm not going to read it then. I don't like this here.
1: They're, they're, they're jump jump rates.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Told with his <laughs> trademark mixture of whimsy and humor. And the delight is in never really knowing uh, where the line is between fact and fiction. I also love the... the
1: lion. Uh, is, the lion is in the savannah. It's
0: also in the wardrobe. I also love the autobiographical <laughs> essays of David Sedaris, which never fail to in- induce tears of laughter uh movie snacks
1: i never read david sedaris i should get it pretty good
0: pretty good he -hmm. wrote uh he wrote a thing on uh being an elf and so i was a little bit hey i like to write things about being an elf (laughs) but uh it's good and his uh his uh, sister is hilarious amy sedaris yes um speaking of which she's part of star wars now so she is yes yeah uh movie snacks are best eaten during action scenes as a courtesy to other patrons i will sometimes hold on to a handful of popcorn until the quiet scene finishes so as not to disturb anyone else in the cinema i've also learned not to drink too uh, much too early in a movie as nothing distracts me more in a film than my own bladder
1: yeah that's that's a danger for sure
0: i would like to ask uh, i would like to have a segment now called ask an australian <laughs> here's my here's my question yeah um when i go to and i know you're not england of course you're not i know but uh, in England, when I go to England, they don't have butter on their popcorn. They have uh, salt and they have like sweet. Yeah. They have those two types of popcorn. Butter, not an option. North America, we love our butter. We mm-hmm. like to layer our butter. Yeah. Butter is uh, an extra even sometimes. Um, in mm-hmm. Australia, what's your popcorn situation? Do you have...
1: They don't have butter.
0: Have you been there and is this just... Are you just guessing? No, or you... I know this is a fact. Okay, let me just say this. Yeah. Try some butter. (laughs) Because let me just... That was a segment called Ask
1: Dave. Jonathan and I often uh, chat. And a while back he wrote and he said... um, Yes, Jonathan wrote and he said to me after we had that discussion on the show a while back about butter, popcorn and stuff. He said, popcorn in Australia is typically served dry. Um, And he said... said, um, Oh, oh, sorry. I have to go back up a little bit here. Because he says... um, He said, so in Canada, popcorn is greasy with butter. That was his question. <laughs> so if you touch a white t-shirt after a few grabs, you'd probably get a light stain. And, uh, <laughs> and I just said, greasy with butter is kind of a loaded term. But yes, our popcorn is buttered. We generally grab some napkins with our drink straws to prepare ourselves for this slathering. Or slathering, if you prefer.
0: Nice. All right. Well, uh, let me say to all our friends in Australia, butter. And salt. Or have salted butter. Yeah, salted In which butter. case, you just like, save yourself trouble. <laughs> um, Louise our friend Louise our friend our friend Louise says that's not a song at all uh, says lately I've been enjoying the genre of autobiographical comedy specials such as the ones by Hannah Gatsby and Mike Birbiglia me too uh, I like how they build a narrative into their shows where they share both amusing and painful parts of their lives they remind you that humor can uh, help you get through traumatic times if anyone out there has any recommendations For performers who do something similar, let me know. I do! Louise! Louise! Are you listening? Hi, Louise! How's it going? Uh, Gary Gullman. Gary Gullman is a comic. Yeah, he's he's quite good. A comedy special called, uh, I think it's either The Great or The Big. I think probably The Great. The Great Depression. Okay. It's about his depression. What,
1: On what streaming service is this available?
0: This is in Streamola. Streamola? Yeah. (laughs) And Another. their slogan is, it's a big pile of streamola. Oh, really? I'm not sure. It's on one of them. Okay. But check it out. Look online. Uh, also, this week, he's uh, he is on Mike Berbiglia's podcast as well. So oh. we talk about quite a bit of interesting stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, check that out. But yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of that too. I was very happy, and there's more Louise letter that I'm okay. they're totally ignoring. I'm not going to. I'm totally ignoring it because uh, there's something from my life. Yeah. <laughs> I got tickets to Mike Biglia concert that's happening in Vancouver in January. Okay, quite excited about that. Then I found out because I thought it was just going to be stand up, which mm-hmm. is fine and sure, dandy. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. it's actually he's doing uh, his new show. Um, uh, Please stop the ride. So I'm seeing, we're seeing like a. a so that's know.
1: one that's been, not been on Netflix. This is like a brand new show that's...
0: Yeah, brand new show that's not done kind of the rounds yet. Yeah, and you know, to a degree, probably still working it through. Sure. So seeing an early version. Be some of it. real
1: bad parts to it. It's going to be. Great. I'm all for that. Love it. (laughs) he will be stuff where he'll like pull out his phone and he'll like, he'll just stop the show just to look through his list of contents on his joke. Couldn't have been, couldn't be happier if that was the case.
0: I just, guys, I'm just working working on this show.
1: I'm just going to put my phone down over here. I
0: so love seeing early work. (laughs) It's so inspiring (laughs) to me. That's great. That was one of the reasons I really liked going to, um, uh fringe this year yeah i knew there was a couple of people doing shows Mm. they were doing for the first time okay i was like oh that's exciting and because yeah you can see the flaws in them Mm -hmm. you can see like oh this should be cut that should go over here this should go there and as a writer and performer that's so exciting to trigger that part of your brain yeah and it's like and then you do the same thing with your own work hopefully yeah but uh so exciting i am really really wanting to see the old man in the pool though his uh current show and looking forward to whenever that comes on to some streaming something. That's Biglia. That's for yeah. Okay. Oh. It's on mortality <laughs> and pools. God, it's so... Mm, I see eat so much. Ah. Anyway, Louise continues. I don't eat snacks at the movies anymore. Maybe I'll suck on a mint I've smuggled in, but that's about it. I think it's a combination of the high prices at the snack bar yeah. and the temptation to keep on nibbling well past the point of Satiety? 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 satiety
1: i mean it's satiate so, yeah but i don't think it's I, it's one of those society. words i've seen
0: written but i have not ever actually said
1: yeah me too in fact we both said it many, many different ways yeah and, if you, and if you right. while
0: high that's high society
1: high satiety
0: society, society. <laughs> okay, thank you thank you louise but yeah gary yeah. gullman that would be my recommendation for that of course like uh maria bamford uh, is always good for for that kind of thing has release really some stuff for, from her life in there. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk. You and me, we'll talk, and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, after the show, I'll uh, look up.
1: Some, well, I think uh, I uh, think what, I would say most comedians have like autobiographical content in their in their performances, but mm-hmm. I think what Louise is talking about is something that's specifically autobiographical in its in its format, mm-hmm. rather than just a few anecdotes. Or Seth whatever.
0: Meyers' uh, lobby baby. Okay, that's a good one. Talks about his baby being not, born in his hotel—not uh, his hotel, but his uh, apartment lobby.
1: That is on uh, Prime, I believe. Okay, but I could be. I could be
0: wrong. You <laughs> it's, hard to,
1: be. it's hard to remember where these things appear. Up
0: here, up here. So, hey, man. Questions.
1: Hey, man. Oh, questions. Fuck. Oh, I was going to just say I, last week. I, I for the autobiographical when I I said uh, Trollope's autobiography, but I was thinking about it the other day, and, and I'm going to change my vote to a more obscure one. Yeah, it's more obscure than Trollope. Okay. He's pretty well-known, obviously. All
0: right.
1: Everyone knows who he is. When you say his name to people, they don't go... He can't be famous. I don't know him. Um, but this is a book by a, an author named Frederick Exley. It's called A Fan's Notes. And it details his descent in alcoholism as a guy living in the 60s. And it's a really interesting book. It's, he becomes obsessed with the New York Giants, the football team, uh, who's... His, who's the quarterback, uh, Frank, Frank, what was the name of, I can't remember the name, the name of the lady who was on, um, with Regis Philbin, Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee Gifford. Gifford. Yeah, Frank Gifford was the quarterback in the 60s. And, and so he's like totally obsessed, almost like obsessed in a sexual way with Frank Gifford. Uh, and it's really, it's a great book though. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a fascinating.
0: He wasn't the first person, he
1: won't be the last. <laughs> it's a fascinating, uh, about you know just a descent into into madness, but it's very good. He just wrote the he wrote two books. The second one is a continu- continuation, but it's not quite as good as a fan's notes, which is just a fantastic uh, uh, autobiography. Nice, Frederick Exley.
0: I am going to ask uh, as a as a question: mm. Are you pro or anti meetings? we talked about that. Pro or anti meetings? Do you like do you like a little getting together? With the uh, the coworkers and the boss at whatever job you're at, or you're like, ugh, get it out of the way. Just let me do my thing. Ugh, with the meetings. So you just write that. That's easy to write all that down.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'll ask a more a more complicated one, which is, have, were you ever an outsider in a family business?
0: Okay. Give me. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. Could 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 we? So you can't write about could we, could, you
1: can't write about being in the family in a family business. I want to know your experiences. If you were,
0: can I change mine? <laughs> no, please. I sure, like to go change ahead. Mine. Yeah, I'm going to change can. mine. You can please. ask. You can say whether you like meetings or not. Yeah, yeah. Have okay. you ever been in a family business? Because I like both these questions. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and if so, what was your experience? And then all, and then your question. Yeah, yeah. If you were an outsider in a family, business, okay. What was your experience?
1: Yeah, okay. All right, that's fine.
0: Because I think people who've been in family businesses uh, would have some stories to tell. I people. think that's I don't all, also cut out. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because when I was at, there was two members of the family, uh, the young, like the younger part of the family. Like the parents started it for their, for their kids. And the one kid did so well in the business that he actually got hired away from it. And the other, the other kid did not want to be there at all. And so that was an interesting perspective. Because okay. I worked with both. One for a brief time because he left soon after I started working there to, to kind of forge his own way in life. And the other one uh, bitterly resented being there while I worked there for, for a number of years okay. and hid in his office.
0: Well, on the meeting front, I want to, tell you, I'll, I'll do a follow up on that in a second, but on the meeting front, I just got a message that I've got a meeting in 15 minutes. Okay. But that's okay. If you, if you hear me speaking faster, much like a pianist yeah. going uh, at a quicker beat, that's yeah. why. But A 12 inch uh, pianist. I uh, will, <laughs> you. I got to talk to HR about that. That's not an appropriate joke. <laughs> I can tell you about, uh, really uh, quickly, uh, a family business. That's HR uh, Puff and stuff. We'll uh, a family business uh, I, w- I was in, yeah. uh, which was I was working with someone, and they, they had a family business. And they had, uh, in the family business, they had uh, their wife, they had their uh, two daughters, yeah. and they also had a cousin. And it was this one. <laughs> this business right here yeah, called Sneaky Goddamn Dragon. There you go. And you suckered me into it. <laughs> you went, hey, buddy, it's going to be just you and me. And then what happened? Little by little, family members start coming around. Yes, and now I am out fucking numbered.
1: You've pulled in family
0: four. You've got four family members that are on the uh, payroll. <laughs> four,
1: such as it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Payroll. I've got. Uh, huh? I got. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah. If I'm counting, uh, Pia now does photography for a you sure? there. You go. That's true. Yeah, but I've got uh, so I've got two. You've yep. got four. This is unfair.
1: <laughs> it's a little little tilted in one direction. You're right. right. But I've, no, got no, to,
0: I've got to adopt Eric. Let's. <laughs> but to be fair,
1: not all at the same time.
0: Well, here's the thing about that yeah. is uh, all of our episodes are available. Oh, all true. the time. That's true. So people do not necessarily listen to them in uh, uh, you know in order in a linear order. So be-
1: yeah, before I go before I start saying the uh, cause no Ian has to go but. Um, Lisa was just recently. I don't know why she she has trouble getting her phone to do what she want what what she wants it to do. And so it was playing just randomly playing uh, a listening party Christmas episode from two two three years ago. Oh, okay, is the one I know you never listened to, it, but there was one where we had a we did a thing with a Christmas Christmas someter, Christmas Christmas. I can't remember how we said it. Christmasometer, whatever. <laughs> and um, I had devised this uh, rather elaborate ratings system, <laughs> and it just outraged Mary. It outraged her so much. It was just great. It's one of the one of the joys of my life. That's her <laughs> anger at, at me for doing this. And uh, Lisa was listening to it, and she said, and she, she came home and she said, she goes, you know who's really funny? And I said, no, who's that? She goes, Mary. Mm-hmm. She's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, I know. She's great on that show. She's just so so with it. Very smart. Very fast.
0: This is the benefit of a family business. If you know the other people so well, that you got a shorthand. Yeah, yeah. Which is the benefit. Yeah, for sure. And you know how to rib each other in a way that's also full of love. And so that's also the benefit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. All right. Does it count if we've known each other this many years that we're almost like a family business as well, really? Sure, we can do that That's true, I think. All right, everyone. If you want to write to this family business, here's how you do it. If you go to the website, it's called SneakyDragon.com. You'll find our show there, and you're welcome to leave a comment, leave a message, leave an answer to these questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on um, Twitter. I'm going to call it Twitter at Sneak underscore Dragon. We're on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon, and we have an email address, which is SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. You're welcome to write an email. I had two last week, but none this week, and that's okay. I know people are busy. I'm not. I'm not trying to. For- pressure you just pointing out the obvious and uh there you go patreon is also a thing yeah you might have heard of that's something you want to be patronizing if you want to be patronizing (laughs) here's your chance so thank you everyone for listening to the show this week or that other week or whatever week it was we'll see you again very soon
0: to refresh my memory.